Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today we're visiting from our friends at the City of Brainerd. We have Jennifer Bergman, uh, Jennifer Bergman with us. She is the Brainerd City Administrator and also Todd Wicklin. He is the Brainerd Public Utilities Director and first of all welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jennifer, it's been said this is truly a year of road construction, and everybody's doing it. Brainerd's no exception. Oh, boy, is it. (laughs) So we have a couple of big projects going on. Uh, One is in North Brainerd, which phase one is completely done, and that's the section by the hospital. And now we've started on phase two, which is adjacent to Gregory Park, Mm -hmm. and after that that's almost done okay and in fact looking at now we'll have some tree and grass seed planting but it should be mostly wrapped up we hope by the end of this week just in time for us to start phase three which starts with the removal of the pavement this week so the the north brainerd project continues to be on or maybe a little bit ahead of schedule. So we're at least excited to report that North Brainerd is going smoothly and clipping right along. So awesome. Our other big road construction project has has been a challenge, um, yes, especially into it this weekend, especially yep. for some of our residents. And that's yeah. our Safe Routes to School project on Oak Street, right in front of Harrison, mm-hmm. just a couple of blocks. Um, and it's going to be great when it's done. We're putting medians in the center, making it easier for kids to cross mm-hmm. Oak Street. Um, however, it has not been without its challenges. So we're excited because the concrete work should be pretty much finished by today um grading and gravel Mm -hmm. early this week and then we should see the first lift of payment by the uh of pavement by the end of this week and that final surface is expected to be late next week so um, we thank our residents for their patience i know a lot of residents have been concerned about the detour of the 25 bridge right the detour is actually up to Thesey mm-hmm. and South Six to Washington. Mm-hmm. However, I think a lot of people have figured out to go down Oak Street, uh. which has created a lot of additional traffic on Norwood for yeah. our residents there. And sure. so we had a, a number of them come to the city council meeting last week. Um, and as a result, we've placed some signs um, up on 25 and Oak and then also on 13th and Oak reminding especially those truck drivers where the actual detour is for the 25 bridge so I I really can't talk about that enough here today and really hope um, you know out of respect for our residents that people really honor that detour Mm yeah yeah Yeah. Um, yeah, and the nice thing, I guess, uh, it's a drought we're in, but it has been good for road construction because they've been able to just keep working. That's so true. Yeah. Good and bad, yeah, right? Yeah, good and bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. What else are you working on, uh, Jennifer? Yeah, so another thing that the city is working on is a parking ordinance. So Brainerd is considered rev- considering revising our off-street parking. Um, the Planning Commission reviewed some recommendations, and that's really to limit or screen parking in the rear yard, to institute some parking lot maximums to reserve green space for future development, and then to institute a tiered approach for off-street parking for multifamily buildings based on the number of bedrooms in each unit. Mm. So really trying to take a look at our parking to make sure that we're 
really thinking that through and not using a lot of our land for parking Mm -hmm. and yet really maximizing the amount of parking that's needed. So I I think it's a great thing that the Planning Commission has been working on and that the council will consider at their July 17th meeting. Okay. Okay. And uh, how about uh, give us an update on Country Manor? Yeah, so speaking of parking, because, of course, this is a development that's going to need a lot of parking, uh, we do have a new senior complex being developed in Brainerd that's going to be on uh, Beaver Dam between Riverside and Wise Road. Um, Country Manor will include a 92-apartment unit building, 18 memory care units, and a child care facility, wow. which will wow. be available for eight units or eight to- eight infants, 14 toddlers, 40 preschoolers and 30 school age children. Of course, we continue to hear about the oh. real desperate need for child care. So desperate. we're excited for this development to get started. I'm hopeful that they will start construction in the fall, but more likely that they will start construction in the spring of 2024. And then probably an 18 to 24 month construction once they begin. Hmm. So um, rec- the Planning Commission recommended approval of their conditional use permit. And that also goes to the council on July 17th. Hmm. So exciting new development uh certainly a need for senior housing here in the Brainerd Lakes area mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and child care so. and child care for sure All yeah. of it. excellent okay. all right uh Todd Wicklin also with us the Brainerd Public Utilities Director and Todd it's good to see you again uh so what's on your plate these days <laughs> plenty of things <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine um as a couple of weeks ago we had an open house kind of ribbon cutting for the solar uh, project out at the airport. I don't know That's if you've right. been out there, you've seen there's m- about 14,000 panels and uh, we are buying the energy from that uh, facility under a contract and uh, it's been 5.7 megawatts. So to put that in perspective, on a peak day here in Brainerd, we do about 40, 45 megawatts of uh, usage of power. Mm-hmm. And so this would represent, you know, that much less that we have to, to buy and uh, as we're finding out with solar, it's great when it's sunny. Um, <laughs> and when it's not, you have these fluctuations, uh, significant fluctuations even during a day. And so as time goes on, we will probably be trying to figure out uh, a battery a system for that project. But okay. it's been a significant uh, project there. We also have one that we're just starting to move some earth on um, right behind our sewer plant, a smaller uh, rendition here in the city of Baxter, uh, this okay. one. And uh, so this will be a one-fourth the size of the, the one out at the airport. Mm-hmm. So between the two, we'll have about seven megawatts of renewable solar project. That's and cool. we continue That's to have, we're having discussions with other interested parties that may want to um, get on board. On board, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. One of the, the issues is, is because the state changed, that there's some mandates coming down mm. here in the future that we need to be moving away from fossil fuel and towards the renewables. And some cities, um, could be the city of Brainerd is one of them, where we fit into this uh, gray area of where we would need to have 100% renewables by, the, I think it's the year 2040. Mm-hmm. And so that's not that far away. No. And uh, with this and what we do at our, uh, the other renewable generation is, is the hydro. We have some aging generators there, and so we're in the process of, of figuring out the cost of, of putting in new generation there. So between the, two of those, or the three of those projects, we would be about 16% 
of our our load would be coming from renewables. So we still have a long ways to go mm-hmm. if we're going to get to 100%. Yeah, but all steps in the right direction. I'm That's curious, right. is there some funding from state or federal that helps um, create these solar panels and, and you know, the, the units there? Yeah, there is some, but you have to meet, there's about 22 different criteria. <laughs> oh, just a few. <laughs> yeah. to, to meet, and so far they don't quite meet any of these, I mean, we could probably meet 22, 21 out of 22, mm-hmm. um, but we continue to, to look. We have some folks working with us on um, when a grant becomes available mm-hmm. that we will tap into it and use it. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, probably uh, in the right direction that's either right. way you look at yeah. it. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. And you got to be thinking th- these agreements and the things that we enter into are 30-year uh, yeah. agreements. Um, part of what I do is try to figure out what I think the cost of energy will be, not only 30 years, but uh, I had to try to do a calculation for, for 80 years. Yikes. And so it's, I mean, after about five years, it's a guess. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. In this day and age. Yeah. So. Best yeah. can with that. Fascinating. Uh, talk to you about uh, some upgrades at the water plant. Yeah, so I don't know if you've been down along Kiwanis Park and followed along south along the, the river there. Uh, but we have replaced two water tanks there. There used to be some aqua blue. And there was one built in the hill, and there was an aqua blue tank there. Well, they've been removed. Uh, there's two one-million-gallon tanks wow. all in one building. Uh, and, and if you drive in there and you take a look, it's kind of supposed to match the stonework of the archway. Mm. That's, that continues on down uh, past Kiwanis Park there, down well, where our, the pavilion is, I guess, where Rotary Park is. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at the same time, we did receive a grant to, to um, it's a project dealing with reclamation of our backwater that we basically, we have to run into a, a swamp or a wetlands there. And uh, I don't know if you're aware, but the governor was here about three weeks ago. Yeah. And he was part of, we took him over there. It was a $5 million grant related to that project and uh, it's, it's a great project we need to to you know get it done but at the same time before we do that we're just assessing all the other assets that we have there because the water plant itself is an aging process it's different than a lot of different plants as to how it operates and so before we put a new piece onto it we want to make sure it fits <laughs> to the existing yeah. yes. um, process there, sure. but uh, it's you know these pro uh, these projects are millions of dollars. Like this grant was for five million. At this point in time, we don't know if it's going to cost eight million or nine million or three million to to actually get the reclamation project done. But uh, it's scheduled uh, to start maybe next year um, and get that part done. And and just for our listeners that might not know, where does the water from for the city of Brainerd come from? Well, it comes from just a series of wells that we have wow. right behind our water plant. So okay. um, it's not deemed to be surface water. Uh, some folks will think we're so close to the river, we must have a pipe just <laughs> <laughs> running out there, but it's not. It's wells that are probably 150, 200 feet deep oh my gosh. Um, along the south of the plant there. We actually have capacity to produce, I think it's 7 million gallons a day. Jeez. We've never been to that. Mm-hmm. point um i think right now we're doing like two two and a half million wow. gallons a day here during the the hot summer months wow. fascinating yep. yeah 
Hmm. Now, I've been seeing stories uh, r- virtually across the country. Uh, everybody's dealing with uh, the fact that back in the day when <laughs> water lines were put in, a lot of them were lead. lead. And now we know that's not very good for us. So uh, a lot of uh, uh, cities and uh, other entities are changing out. Is that happening here in Brainerd, too? Yeah, part of what we're doing is the first step is doing an assessment of the water lines yeah. in the city of Brainerd. We have, I th- it was the process that started a few years ago, but we have until October of 2024 to assess all of our water lines. And what we're asking is we'll be sending out surveys to our customers, you know, asking them to potentially take a copy or a copy or a picture of a photo of their water meter mm. in their house because connected to the water meter we could tell what type of pipe it oh. is on that end it won't tell us which type of pipe is on the other end out in the street mm-hmm. but we need to get that information so we're working on you know is it going to be in newsletters and uh, or direct contact so oh. we're going to try to get into about 4,800 <laughs> uh, customers that wow. are water customers at this time um, there's grants available. Um, what we probably what we'll do is after we assess, know how many um, lead service lines we do have in the city, we would then uh, have a plan where you're re- re- replacing about three percent mm. a year. Okay. Interesting. So if you figure that out, because when you start replacing out on the street side, you're actually tearing up the street. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you want to coordinate these things with street projects if you can. Okay. And uh, we ha- we're determining the age. We pretty much know that housing done after, I think it was 1985, somewhere in that range, there probably isn't lead in their in their system, but Brainerd has a lot of older mm-hmm. places Very, yep. in them. So that's the part that will be uh, key for us to, to get uh, assessed here. And there is grant dollars even for that. So okay. we've engaged an engineering firm to kind of lead the way as to how how we're going to approach that. Yeah, fascinating. Uh, because uh, cities put in the water. I mean, how long has uh, the city of Brainerd had public water? <laughs> well, the, the plant that we have there right now was in 1933. Ma. Kind of so puts it into perspective. So yeah. And wow. the water tower, the old water tower, was put into service in 1920, 1921. Mm-hmm. So there was a, another place they were getting water before mm-hmm. the current plant. But yeah. in the early day, there was a lot of issues with yeah. the quality I'm of the sure. water in Brainerd. I'm sure. Wow. Very interesting. All right. Um, last but not least, uh, some sewer issues to talk about. Yeah, this is everybody's favorite topic. <laughs> yeah. just gonna say we talk about drinking water, but you know, <laughs> yeah. everybody flushes the toilet. <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> it's true. It's got to go somewhere. And so in Brainerd, it all kind of funnels to basically a plant further down the road from where our water plant is. Mm-hmm. This is what we call a main lift. And from there, it crosses under the river and comes up on Baxter's side, uh, basically near our plant. Um, and so that was done 45 years ago and so sewer water mm-hmm. is kind of corrosive mm-hmm. uh-huh. and mm-hmm. so we've determined that these pipes need to be replaced um, we tried to do some assessments where you go down there and tap on it with a hammer mm-hmm. and after a couple taps no we better not do any more tapping <laughs> and so it's time that we replace it with a, a new a line that actually is out for bid right now and wow. we hope to get the project done it's about 1200 feet 
crossing into the river, and so you have picture uh, that you know, if you, you will. DNR, MPCA, um, even worried about the wildflowers in Mm -hmm. Rotary Park. And uh, basically they fuse this pipe together and then they drill, I think it's a 20-inch pipe, under the river, up the hill, and then we connect it to our our sewer plant. So so the the reason we do that is that someday if you're out boating or kayaking in the river and you don't want to see bubbles, (laughs) <laughs> coming up in the middle of the river, <laughs> a hole in the pipe. So yeah. we want to be proactive and take care of that yeah. issue ahead of time. And then do you remove the old pipe as well then? No, the old pipe will stay in place. We will probably just, just uh, shut it off. Yeah, they'll close it off on we'll both ends. And, fill it, oh. you know, with, sometimes they fill it with concrete. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that way it will never, never be used again, but you don't want to leave any old sewer water in there either. Right. So mm-hmm. right. it'll be cleaned out. And, but to stir the bottom of the river is a no-no, and so you, yeah. it, it, you try to avoid uh, touching anything that is going to be on uh, on the on the bottom there. Can well, you imagine? I mean, we push buttons. What did you do today? <laughs> oh, I just you know dug a sewer line under the river. <laughs> yeah, oh, gosh, that's fascinating stuff. It yeah. is. I, and did you say there's a timeline for that project uh, of any kind? Yeah, we hope to get it started this fall. Oh, and really? Be done. Uh, next spring. Oh my gosh, that's fast. And part of the project too is is there's an old concrete structure that is kind of down there now that uh, these pipes run through. Um, There's plans in the works that that would become some type of bird observation Mm -hmm. type of thing. So one one, it's repurposed. If if it meets the different criteria and the um, the the different entities involved there would like to do that. So try to make the you know those assets down there little bit better yeah yeah that's neat so, oh fascinating yeah. stuff here this morning <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, right. it's yeah. amazing how much cities do yeah. uh, it's just amazing it you just, so yeah. many things you take for granted flush yeah. the toilet turn yeah. on the faucet yeah. Yeah. exactly those yeah. two are top on the list of uh-huh. things we take for granted but yeah, yeah very right. fascinating yeah. well todd it's been a pleasure having you here to talk about yeah. these issues and uh, come back and see us again Sure will. Thank okay. you. Thanks, and Jennifer, as always, great mm-hmm. to see you. Thank you for keeping us up to date on what's going on in Brainerd, and we'll see you next month. Sounds great. As always, thanks for having us. All Thank right. you both. Jennifer Bergman is the Brainerd City Administrator. Todd Wicklin is the Brainerd Public Utilities Director. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime. They're on our website at 1067wjjy.com. And you can listen anytime, too, through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.